COVID-19 has been a terrible friend to all of us. Actually, not a friend at all, more like a hitman targeting us. Originating in Wuhan, China, the COVID-19 pandemic has taken over our lives. Doctors and researchers around the world have taken hours of stressful work studying the virus to develop vaccines, overcome it, and protect the world. Recently, there has been some information from the CDC officials and news companies stating that the one-shot Johnson & Johnson vaccine is causing death-threatening blood clots. Is this really true? Well, let's find out. Before we start, I would like to say that the information in this video was written for educational purposes and is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. If you or a friend actively need help, call emergency services immediately. This information was not created or endorsed by medical professionals and should be used as an example resource only. The information in this video is directly from the CDC, the FDA, Yale Medicine, and NPR. In the past year, a handful of vaccines have been developed to protect the world from the COVID-19 pandemic. COVID-19, or coronavirus disease, is a disease caused by the virus SARS-CoV-2, which stands for Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2. COVID-19 has similar symptoms to the flu, but a bit more intense. Although there are three main vaccines that we all know, which are Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and Pfizer-BioNTech, there are two vaccines that aren't available in the United States yet, which are the Oxford-AstraZeneca and the Novavax vaccines. These five vaccines all contain different treatments, three to be exact. The most commonly used one is the mRNA vaccine, which stands for messenger RNA. We'll learn more about this later. The second vaccine is a carrier or vector vaccine, and the last vaccine is a protein adjuvant. The Pfizer-BioNTech and the Moderna vaccines are both mRNA or messenger RNA vaccines. These vaccines contain a tiny piece of genetic code from the SARS-CoV-2 virus to host cells in the body, which gives those cells instructions for making copies of spike proteins. Spike proteins are those spiky balls that you usually see when you search up COVID-19. The spikes penetrate and infect host cells. These proteins provide an immune response, producing antibodies and developing memory cells that will recognize and respond if the body is infected with the actual virus. Both of these vaccines are stated to have almost 95% efficiency if the patient has not been infected with the virus before. The CDC reports that the mRNA vaccines have been studied before for flu, Zika, rabies, and CMV. As soon as the necessary information about the virus that causes COVID-19 was available, scientists began designing the mRNA instructions for cells to build a unique spike protein into an mRNA vaccine. Beyond vaccines, cancer research has used mRNA to trigger the immune system to target specific cancer cells. All in all, the mRNA vaccine seems pretty safe and effective. The next vaccine on the list is a carrier or vector vaccine. This method is used in both the Johnson & Johnson vaccine and the Oxford vaccine. While the Oxford variant is not available in the US yet, it is authorized for emergency use in other countries. Scientists engineer a harmless adenovirus as a shell to carry genetic code on the spike proteins to the cells. The shell and the code can't make you sick, but once the code is inside the cells, the cells produce a spike protein, as said before, to train the body's immune system, which creates antibodies and memory cells to protect against an actual SARS-CoV-2 infection. These vaccines have around 70-80% to 80 efficiency. The last vaccine on the list is the Novavax, which is a protein adjuvant. 
While other vaccines trick the body's cells into creating parts of the virus that can trigger the immune system, the Novavax vaccine takes a different approach. It contains the spike protein of the coronavirus itself, but formulated as a nanoparticle, which cannot cause disease. When the vaccine is injected, this stimulates the immune system to produce antibodies and T-cell immune responses. This vaccine is still in clinical trials and isn't available yet to the US, but it does have around a 96% efficiency, as reported by Novavax. Now, onto the main question. Is the Johnson & Johnson vaccine safe, and why is it causing blood clots? First, let's gather some data. Almost 7 million people have already received the shot, and 6 women between the ages of 18 and 48 have received extremely rare and severe blood clots, 6 to 13 days after vaccination. While the symptom has been seen only in women who are mostly between 18 and 48 years old, the FDA states that there isn't enough information to say if a particular subgroup is vulnerable. The FDA also says that the clots are a rare and severe type that happen in the blood supply and drain the brain. It's called CVST and is being seen in the combination of low blood platelets. The FDA is again emphasizing that this condition is extremely rare, less than a 1 in a million chance. One severe symptom to look out for is a sudden and extreme headache. Usually, doctors use a medicine called heparin to treat CVST, a standard blood thinning treatment, but since the CVST symptoms are paired with low blood platelets, heparin actually makes the situation worse. Most treatments need to be individualized based on the patient's allergies and other side effects. While we don't have answers from top scientists or the FDA yet, there has been a hypothesis on why this vaccine could possibly be causing blood clots. On rare occasions, the vaccine can trigger an undesirable immune response. Instead of prompting the body to produce antibodies that protect against the coronavirus, people can also generate antibodies that affect low blood platelets. That could explain why there is such a low level of blood platelets when you are diagnosed with this side effect. There are also similar side effects seen in the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine, which also uses the same method, a carrier or vector type. All in all, the vaccine should be safe since only a handful of people got affected with CVST. I encourage you to get vaccinated if you are eligible, which I believe is ages 16 and above. Once again, I got all of this information from the CDC, Yale Medicine, NPR, and the FDA. Thank you for watching everyone. I hope you gain a little bit more info on why the Johnson & Johnson has been causing blood clots, and I hope you've gained a little bit more information on some of the other vaccines. This is Life Simplified Episode D. Keep on watching to make your life more simple.